Hey, welcome to the Market Adventures Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Cunningham, and we're going to jump right into the episode after this ad for Anchor. I'm going to give you all my open stock and options trading positions that I have right now, and I'm also going to talk about what I'm thinking to do uh, next. So if you're interested in that, stay tuned for after this ad. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, so the first I'm holding for on the options side, I'm only holding one option, and that's a SPY credit spread. It actually expires today, right? So if, as long as the S&P 500 stays below 453, um, I make the I keep the entire credit that I received. If the S&P 500 closed above 453, then it's just a matter of how far above and and um, you know the premium that I that I collected for it and where I end up breaking off. So right now. Uh, I'm up on the position. I just hope to stay there, and we'll see how the market goes tomorrow. If we we open down, um, I can close the position and take my money and run. If we open up, um, I'll probably just sit and wait and, and see how the S P 500 moves. The one thing about options trades is once you make the trade, you can um, you know get out of the trade with, and, and preserve a lot of that position. Uh, but for me, with any type of short term plays. I'm considering the money's already gone. So with this credit spread, uh, my intentions are to win. I really collect the collect the credit. I just need the S and P to close below 453, and I'll be good. Um, if it doesn't, then that's okay because I've already written that that money off for that trade. Uh, the FSLR is another uh, stock that I'm holding right now, but I'm holding shares, right? So I'm holding the FSLR share. That's First Solar. I'm holding shares for that company. I'm also holding shares of, um, I guess what you call an ETF. Um, it's a tracker of Ethereum, right? It's a tracker for Ethereum. It's E-T-H-E, right? So that tracks Ethereum um, to the best of its ability, and I'm owning shares of that. I'm long Ethereum, essentially, without actually owning Ethereum, all right, so those are the only uh, three trades I have on right now, the S&P 500 credit spread, um, and then uh, shares, long shares of FSLR and ETHE, uh, playing the Ethereum on the long side. Now, my plan, uh, I plan to keep using credit spreads to profit from the uncertainty of investors, right? Investors, although a lot of things came to light, there's still a lot of uncertainty out there regarding Russia, commodities, and we even have earnings season come around the corner. Um, are we going to get a double rate hike the next time uh, Powell speaks? Um, what's going to happen with uh, Biden and his, his peace talks? And there's a lot of different things that are being accounted for. Um, as a, in addition to that, the stock market, you know, seeming to rally in the midst of all of this, right, which is also very confusing as well. So there's a lot of things that are still left to question. The market could just keep going up regardless of that stuff because none of it's really super, super big. But credit spreads have been working, and I'm going to keep doing it until they're not working, right? The volatility is high. If I can play against a major trend, um, then I can keep collecting uh, credit. And I plan on utilizing shares like with FSLR and ETHE. I'm not going to go long with uh, 
call options anymore. I'm going to utilize shares. Reason being, with this kind of volatility, I'll be more protected with my account balance using shares than I will with options. And in addition to that, um, I'm going to be using short-term time frames. So I won't be doing long, really uh, elongated swing trades. I'm looking to take profits a little bit sooner than normal because of this volatility and, and not really knowing anything about what may or may not happen uh, next. Not that you need to know, but it is a little bit more uncertain now. So the shorter term time frames kind of save me from that. Uh, but I also want to be exposed to the volatility too. So even though I want to reduce my the impact of the volatility on the trades, I still want to be exposed, right? Volatility is a good thing when you're talking about trying to make money in the stock market. Now, as for what to do next, right? My big suggestion, a big brain suggestion is to just wait, right? Wait in cash, right? Cash is a position or just reduce the size of your trades. Maybe you're normally buying 100 shares or normally buying 10 shares. You know, you can buy 10 or you can buy one. You can buy three or four. But just reducing the amount of exposure you have to the volatility while still being involved. Um, and the cash that you have, which you're not trading because you reduce your position so you have an excess of cash, I would just sit on that because here's the truth, right? If you're really trying to hit something big, Right, whatever capital you have available to you, readily available, liquid to you um, now or in the near future, is going to be what allows you to take advantage of the market's next big move. So, if there's somebody that's trying to make a dollar off of every moment in the game, um, then you're going to miss out on the opportunity to spend ten dollars to take advantage of a move of a stock or the market in any particular direction. So, sometimes it does. Uh, it is better to wait and watch and see what happens. Now, make sure you're here next week for the next two parts of my interview with Adrian Reed. Right? I interviewed him, and it was a long interview, but it was just so much information that I had to take down. And like I, I do in this show often, everything that I learn, I try to give to you. Right, So make sure you're here for the next two parts of the interview with Adrian Reed, right? the professional trader and founder of Enlightened Trader, right? The link for the free courses he offers, all, that link is in the show notes for this episode. So if you want some free stock market courses and you want to be able to trade with the rules and techniques, then you're going to go to the show notes and click on the link that takes you to his free courses. But that's it for this episode. So if you like the content, remember to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts um, and share the show with your friends and family, right? Share it to your favorite social media through Snapchat or Facebook or Twitter. Just share this show somewhere where people can see it so we can keep growing as a community. Now, I'll see you next week. Until we speak again, remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's financial challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure.